Now it's League Nick Podcast. It's a League League Podcast. Nick Podcast. Welcome to the League Make League Face Potty Make Podcast, the only podcast that answers the question: What am I doing with my Tuesday nights? Why am I here talking to these two people for an audience of no more than eleven? Who do we have on the pod with us today, Rob? I'd like to tell you who we have on the podcast, Stephen. I mean, you've caught me unawares with this guest. You're going to have to run all of them by me now get in the show notes no 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 and you and i know that i go through the show notes painstakingly i do for each of these i don't just i don't just scroll through as you talk i Um, get them to you at least a week in advance look i could tell you who's on the show but maybe we could do it in song it's me. Oh, you, no, you, you went, came in early. You went no. straight to Klein. No, it's yeah. me. Uh, I need to know. Oh, wow. should I have been I'm Rob here. and then we could have we could have drug it out longer. Now he's gonna talk and all right, Rob, I'm here. You can leave now. Uh, here it goes. Here it goes. It's my co. It's my co-champion. Did it's... you not get the invitation to the uh, the business meeting? This year, Rob, that you had to go to last year, there was a the business conference. meeting. Yeah, yeah. you missed oh, the yeah. conference. Yeah, and I was in Klein's basement. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was fun. <laughs> I don't want to go back there, Klein. <laughs> you'll go back a, there and you'll like it. That was a weird. Well, that's weird. That was a weird time out there. No, I, I had no no business conference thing today. At least we're here. We're on the same. Same thing with Craig. This will be my podcast again. Yeah? No? Mm -hmm. Okay. See, Steven, do you see what happens? It's just controversy. What do we we really know about Klein? I'm just wishing that I'd picked up on the bluey bit, because then I could have said, Craig, because he's here too. You gotta add four. I think that's really funny. Well, I could save it for the end. Is this... Is this a bluey theme? Is that what the It's the bluey theme song. Somehow that's become right, like we're see. we're we're alienating. <laughs> if you do not currently have children, you're very alienating. I mean, I have children. They're just not in the age range where they would appreciate bluey, I think. Every age could appreciate bluey. We're currently know. working our way through Boy Meets World. That's where we're Oh at. man, that is yeah, great. Absolutely great. It's great. What good. what season of Boy Meets World are you on? What's going on there? God, it takes forever. We're uh we can get into this later, I guess, but I'm, we're doing youth league football this year. So we have like one night a week where we're not doing something football related. Um, so we are on season one, episode five, and I think we started about two months ago. Okay. So you're actually reliving the watching boy meets world on TGIF experience. <laughs> awesome. Where it would just wouldn't be on some random Friday nights just cause, and you don't yeah, know there's, why there's like a basketball game on. Yeah. You know, if you want to skip ahead, because it's almost Halloween, there was an episode of Boy Meets World that I don't think anyone ever talks about. It was like in the the high school years where like yeah, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, no one ever mentions like, that one. No. Yeah. And it's like really a underrated whole, episode. It is. It's great. <laughs> Welcome to John Adams High. This is where you're gonna die. Like, I mean, it's uh, it's like yeah. the one where they kill Sean or something like it's that. It's wild so, that no one talks about it. There was blood coming out of the showers. Yes. Oh, how, was the, how was the pressure? Oh, it was great. Got all the shit. <laughs> Such an odd, odd episode. It may confuse your kids if you skip straight to that one. They yeah, may not it understand might. It. Yeah, it so might a little bit. 
I think what killed that episode is there was really no big event, major movie tie-in with that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it lacked it. You know, most of those Halloween episodes have like a cameo or like uh, some sort of tie-in. For those under the age of thirty, Scream had just come out, and Jennifer Love Hewitt was also. I don't have anybody under the age of thirty listening. Oh, we have several. Do we? Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. What are y'all doing, hanging out with us old people? Go do something fun. We're touching all Why kinds of demographics. <laughs> yeah, um, half of them I met through college ministry. I did from like 2016. Were you, you were the RA or the the SLA? What were you with? I was, I was the random guy from a church that showed up at athletes in action meetings. Oh, okay. That's, that's my official yeah. job title. Yeah, that guy. I know. I know that guy well. Yeah, we. Um, I definitely played into it. Um, I, I'm wearing a cardigan, one that I would actually wear then as well, and it was bigger on me then, and uh, I've grown into it. And now, I would say, listen, I am not an athlete. You can tell because the sweater. And one time, there was someone else that was like, I did that joke, and someone said like, I came with a friend, and look! And she was wearing a cardigan, too. Like, she was also not an athlete, just came to the meeting, and she was like, sweater! I was like, Sweater! Now I need I need to know the people yeah. need to know this cardigan. Mm-hmm. Double patches? No, uh, I can't see. It's pitch black. I can't see anything. No, no elbow patches. No elbow patches. That's the same cardigan that you were wearing then. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't do a lot of elbow work. <laughs> it's that, I don't think many professors do, but they still wear <laughs> the elbow patches. <laughs> it's for um dexterity as you're like thinking like yeah you, it's, it's, you don't absolutely. want it you don't want it to slip you need that traction when you've got your hand propped up in your elbow thinking falling well, asleep on your yeah. own hand yep <laughs> okay so um yeah i took us off sorry <laughs> way, way off. you see what happens steven do you see what happens when right. you invite client we get off track and we're talking about elbow patching right, Rob, having a good time in the showers we have to get through it Sorry, let's get uh, back to the dull Rob stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's week three. I'm business as usual. And things are getting a little wacky. You know, week one, we said, like, this is pretty much up and down what we expected. The teams that scored high played the teams that scored low. There was no, like, two teams scored really low, but one team scored slightly higher. There was no, like, oh, I scored 120. I scored 115. Ah, oh, I win. They, you know, it's It was pretty straight. But we've had two more weeks and things are not as cut and dry. So to help us through the things that are not cut and dry, what do we turn to, Rob? I'm going to assume that it's power rankings. Yeah, it is the McPower rankings. That are totally legit, but don't have any standings in terms of, you know, playoff berthing. And, you know, we should put disclaimers on this. This That's is a good point. We need um, to. I don't know that we need to. I think it looks pretty good. Because you're having actually. fun in a spreadsheet. And yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Clinton thinks that it looks good again. Yeah, it looks great, actually. Yeah. Well, it's we're great. Gonna, glad that you're, you're we're here. Gonna cut, we're going to dissect this. We're going to get into this because it has it has absolutely no standing except to give us something to talk about. Um, just as a room. This is a reminder. I developed these rankings because I was super salty because I scored the most points. I scored the second most points in the league and missed the playoffs because I played the person that scored the most points every single week. (laughs) I outscored teams 
so in be- it was year one, year two, we went to a PPR league. I outscored teams in PPR scoring, full PPR, with my standard league team and did not make the playoffs. Uh, I was very salty. Kelly um, banned me from talking about fantasy football that year. <laughs> Steven, uh, but, that's what that's what happens when you talk as much smack as you do. People just remember to set their yeah. lineups against you. You know, <laughs> it's, it's true. A, it's a game recognizing game. Um, well, speaking of game, in mm-hmm. tier one we have Hot Chub Time Machine and uh, myself, separated by a mere ten points in points four, and about. 73 points to 83 points higher than the next tier of teams. Um, So how we do this is we look at the points that you scored that week and how many other teams you would have beaten that week. That gets you power points. Don't sue me, Microsoft. (laughs) And because the power rankings, or we should call them like pointy McPoint points. Mm -hmm. It gets you pointy McPoint points. And that is kind of how we we then rank teams by pointy McPoint points. Hot Job Time Machine is in the wind with 22. I am in second with 20. And here's something interesting. We play each other this week. Oh, so two warriors are coming to the battlefield. On the line. Only one will leave. There can be only one. Currently, I think projected scoring has us at about uh, 0.3 points apart right now. It is 199.74 to 199.45. I don't feel comfortable with that projected lead. I'm, I'm projected to outscore both of you. I don't know what that means, but... Oh, uh, we'll get to your team eventually. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Just wanted to make sure that was, that was out there. Um, tier 2, we have Aaron Rodgers' ellipses. Maniac, Maniac on down four. No D, only Z. Mm-hmm. And who's after? Yeah, it's just no D, only Z. Is it after Maniac? Is that... I just want to... That is currently correct. After. Okay. I have, however, scored okay. 12 more points than you on the season. Yeah. But, but in rankings, scored... though, in like the, the thing that matters, the power rankings that are so crucial to our understanding yeah. of this league and its processes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't know. It looks like that no D only Z actually has scored more than Maniac and Aaron Rodgers owns you. If I'm looking mm-hmm. at these points for correctly, but I'm sorry, go on with your, with your spreadsheet thing here, sure, Steven. Sure. Um, also in there is make America great again and major competence. So, so yeah, you'll, you'll see, you'll see statistical noise like that, Rob, Ooh. because, uh, uh points four. yeah, I see. Interesting. But yeah, you currently do have a couple more points, about 11 to 12 more points than anyone else. So, Tell you what. Not worried about it. You know, it's like I I said, Stephen, when you... Four points a week. Well, for you, Stephen, it's you talk a lot of smack. So people remember that. I don't. So I don't know where this is coming from. That's true. There's, There's some like, some oddly... Feel a little targeted, to be honest. Yeah, there's some oddly, extremely justified targeting of Rob. Um, in a little bit, we're, we're going to talk to Klein, and I'm going to see what I can do to um, to alleviate this trade embargo. 
Oh, we'll Good. see about that. Yeah, we'll oh, see if we can collectively bargain this. Time I had an ambassador on my side. <laughs> I, I didn't say whose side I was on. <laughs> I, I'm a, a, right. a, a non-partial. Let's, let's chill out, Justin Trudeau. Man of commerce. So we do. So interesting thing about tier two, we have two, two and four teams in tier two, mm-hmm. and we don't see those bottom those types of records until we get to tier three, um, consistently. Sure. Aaron Rodgers is third overall, but only has a 2-4 record. So they're a team that may look good on paper, but you don't really want to face. Yeah. I um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. I haven't been paying much attention to their teams, but I'm, I'm worried that they're creeping up on uh, no defense on these. Ooh, you know, y'all got to watch out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about them myself, but like. I stopped listening after you said you haven't been paying attention to these teams. Do you see what you brought here, Stephen? <laughs> now, you thing... have any idea how much research Rob puts into this, Klein? Any idea? <laughs> but you know what? I-, I am laughing now that I'm looking at this thing. I think there have been some drastic name improvements. For instance, Duncan's yeah. a Donut. Yeah. <laughs> Very good <laughs> laugh. Duncan's a Donut is great. And guys... uh, I'm I'm glad that that uh that they changed the name from Alan to Sandman to Alan it to win it. I think that's a much better name. A little bit better. Yeah. Better, yeah. yeah. Um I will say I made a copy of the spreadsheet from last year so I didn't have to completely remake it. And I'm reading through the team names and I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> I had no memory of some of these teams. <laughs> I was just like, oh no. I don't remember what people's team name was a year ago. <laughs> Mine's pretty easy. Yeah, yours hasn't changed. No defense only. Zool did. Changed. Mine, mine did change. Same. Mine is now a maniac, maniac in week four. In oh. week four, that's right. Uh, and you, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you a little bit because you'll be at that game. Yeah. Um, the oh, final well. tier is uh, most improved with names. That's true. Uh, deck at one. Well, let's work on that. Let's Let's yeah. take it to the board. Uh, Cooper at one. Cooper at <laughs> one. Uh, Duncan's a donut. Allen How about that W? Jack at one. Oh, man. How about that W? The Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, man. You better watch out. I mean, y'all, your team is going to really have to face them. You know, the Commanders, I don't know if they're going to have a shot in the division. Wow. I, I really think the Commanders have a rough go of it. They have yeah. to face Cooper Rush next week. It's got to be tough being a Dan Snyder fan, I got to say. Right. So many, uh, so many elite QBs and NCs, you know. A really big Dan fan. Yeah. So who is you, Klein? You because of oh, your love no. for Commanders fan. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like uh, you guys claim to be Colts fans, but what do we really know about y'all? Y'all won't accept trades for Carson Wentz, you know. <laughs> because we're Colts fans. Wow. <laughs> That's that's proof positive. <laughs> he's he's um, doing pretty good. He's doing pretty good. I do. Uh, I do feel like I need to say this. Um, you um, lost in week one. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vanquished Klein in a very yeah, back. That was the important part in week okay. two. Uh, yeah. Immediately uh-huh. posted like, "Who's next?" as with a five hundred record. And, and then, then lost, lost who? In week three. <laughs> to who? One more time. Uh, the team I'm... that has proclaimed themselves tanking for two weeks. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 
<laughs> you, you gotta, you know, you got lucky there. You got lucky there. <laughs> I beat the league median. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Who could have uh, foreseen I, that um, Cooper Rush would just have such a crazy aerial attack to C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard? The... <laughs> I thought you said crazy aerial attack. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Clyde's Ethan. eyes just became the size of saucers. <laughs> looked at... The metaphor is not great, considering the word you just used. <laughs> uh, you know, I, my... I want to talk... Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I want to no. talk about the power rankings. I uh, I sent, I don't know if you remember this, in July, I sent out a link to Keep Trade Cut, who uh, synced with your sleeper team, your sleeper league, and would mm-hmm. do power rankings for the league. I don't know if you remember who it picked at the top, Stephen, uh, for the number one best team I in our league for this you. upcoming season. No, it was not. At was? 99, it was Waffle House Losers. Was it? Um, I thought yeah. it was you and me. No, you had the better QBs pairing. Uh, you had a, a pair of better QBs. You had a deeper wide wide receiver or deeper running back depth, uh, deeper wide receiver depth than me, um, and you had a lot better picks. So it it ranked you at ninety nine. I have I'm in second at ninety one. Then Hot Chub Time Machine in third at eighty. Make America Great Again in fourth at seventy seven. Dak at one at uh in fifth at 71 duncan's a donut in sixth at 66 alan to win it uh in seventh at 60 aaron Rodgers is dot 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 in eighth at 57 no defense only zool in ninth at 56 and major competence in 10th at 54. so interesting what was the name of that publication that you're that you're trade cut I never heard of it. If you guys oh, really? heard of this website called fantasypros.com? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, they ranked all of our teams too. I can't remember who they put at number one. Did they? Yeah, it's a legitimate publication too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. is it the current number five team? How does it, how does it handle dynasty? Your power rankings? Yes. <laughs> uh, how how does it relate to what? How does it handle dynasty? I think I think Fantasy Prison is all about all that stuff. They're they're you know, okay. they got everybody. They got that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Clyde has posted it. Everyone not listening to the podcast is like, what's happening? No, they'll know what's Why going is, on. Yeah. They'll look at it and be like, yeah, that all makes sense. What did yep. you just post? It will be interesting to monitor both of these things and the power rankings and the actual rankings uh-huh. as the week goes on. I mean, it looks um, like it lines up pretty well, though, if you're looking yeah. at it. It'll be interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Looks like the top three are the top three, you know? Yeah. Well, oddly enough, their eighth place team is sneaking in there right now. Well, yeah. Let's see what the week's bring. It's early in the year. We've got a long season. Year. Fantasy long Pros year. has a long time to be right because they know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to add for the tier stuff. I think hmm. everything else is... I like looking back at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting insight for people who uh, read that publication. For the mm-hmm. stat nerds, yeah. Bryson, you know, out, I'm sure. Rob, Shout out, Bryson. Rob, we live in an era, right, where not every website is a publication. I don't know. I, I'm from the crack. I'm from the crack.com era, man. Every website's a publication. It's all blogs, all the way down. Right, everything's a blog. So, just as an now an old man on the internet, I'm old in internet years. 
I get mad when I want to find something out and the only thing I can find are YouTube videos. Yep. Yep. Though I will say I do appreciate as much as I hate nearly everything Google has done for society, I do appreciate that they can now link just to the part of the video that references yes. what you're talking about. That's helpful. Yes, because like today I was like um looking up certain nerdy, how do how do I pin models to bases? Because I have some with very small contacts attached to the bases. I don't want them to fall down. And uh, it's like the first few were YouTube videos. I was like, I don't, like, I don't want to go through YouTube videos and be have this guy talk for two minutes. What's up, everybody? Sponsor. It's your boy Klein back here in Minifig Central. We're gonna go through this one today, and it's like five minutes of that before you get to. Yeah, and it's like it. some people are saying, "Why might you? Why do you want to pin it to a base?" I'm like, I know why I want to. I just, <laughs> I just want to get to how do you do it. And it's like three minutes of this wow. ten-minute-long video. They have is... to serve you seven ads. How else are they going to do it? You gotta subscribe to their, you know, ebook and all that stuff too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now it is time for better get to know a league mate again for the second time. Klein, it's me again. Yeah. So first of all. Um, Klein, you have already alluded to the fact that uh, you have been parent here for a while. How old are your boys? I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. Okay. Okay. So closest to my oldest. My oldest is 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are... You're, you're not as down with the bluey as some of the other parents. No, no, makes- no, no. That, that makes it seem like I am against or anti-Bluey. I want to make sure that my political stance is clear. I am pro-Bluey. I just don't watch it myself. I, my kids are slightly older than what I think the target demographic is. I think my 10-year-old would be bored and my 7-year-old might watch it on its own. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, Having the 10-year-old there, like just if older sibling doesn't think it's cool, younger yeah, sibling... It immediately ruins involved. it. Yeah. 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 So I did send you some Bluey clips. What did Klein yeah. think of it? Klein might watch the show. <laughs> Is it weird if I watch it without the kids? That's the no. question. No, it's not. No, it's, um, it's very good. I sent the clips of, uh, there's an episode where Muffin is one of the characters, it's their cousin, and is younger than Bluey and Bingo, and Muffin is dropping a nap. And Muffin is absolutely tired and it's like if you've had a, a kid at this stage of life where they're dropping a map they're like a tiny drunk person and so muffin is just going nuts and i'll post the clip uh so that others can see it and it's beautiful because it's a reality of parenthood that most kids shows won't touch on and the kids like it because muffin's doing silly things and the parents like it because they're just like oh yes I've I feel seen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know this struggle. It yeah, from what I've seen, the clips do seem very real, which you don't get in a lot of the other shows. Um, the parents in the other shows don't struggle really, typically. I mean, I got a little bit of that in, in Daniel Tiger, but I mean, I don't know. But I'm in, trying in to Daniel think of the Tiger, for yeah. like the parents struggle, but they always do the the right right thing to do do. and in bluey um like something goes wrong and bandit will just be like ah biscuits and and you know you you have those heartfelt moments of them trying but you know in daniel tiger when the kids want to play something you never hear like dad tiger go no 
<laughs> and you you get that in Bluey, and you get that as a parent. What um uh, what network is Bluey on? Uh, I it's an Australian show that I think Disney plays here. So it's on Disney. Believe it's from the yeah, it's from the BBC on Disney, I believe. It's not from so, the ABC. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. No, it's it's, um, it's an Australian show with like a grant by the BBC that Disney distributes yeah. here. Something like that. Television is complicated. What are yeah. you What are you watching besides Bluey and Man. Boy Meets World? Me, I haven't started with with the and children. Yeah, we're watching Boy Meets World. Uh, my youngest really wants to watch um, Stranger Things, but Ooh. he's seven. Yeah, he swears everyone in his class is watching Stranger Things, which I don't fully believe in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but even though he hasn't seen any of the show, he constantly talks about the uh, the upside down and all sorts of other stuff from like season one era. Because I think one of his friends, like potentially just one, is is actually watching it. Uh, so that's probably not going to happen. But uh, that's the desire. Uh, right now we're doing Boy Meets World. Um, we don't really have a lot of shows that we. I think they've been watching. Um, some of the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus that we watch ahead of time and then fast forward through scenes that we're not cool with, like we did back when VHSs were a thing. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Although it was much easier on VHSs. Yes. <laughs> yep. Like, like, Somehow oh, it doesn't make oh, any no. sense. It's it's there's a smaller, very clear version of this murder that's happening right <laughs> beneath it. Uh, do you do you time stamp when you need to fast forward, or you just go from memory? I, I do something. I, I feel like, didn't you help me out with that? Somebody help me out with that. With all or nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, it's fine. I, I actually do have a pretty good uh, source for that. I mean, I've got somebody who watches pretty much all the same stuff as me, and they'll um, usually because they live in England, they they view it first, and they're like, "Hey, heads up! This one's cool, cool with the kids. This one's not good for the kids." Like, so it's it's helpful. Cool. Network of parenting, you know. That's what. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It takes a village and someone from England. <laughs> Are they loose from a village in England? Are yes. they looser on some things? Like, is it like is Game of Thrones okay? You know, like from their standpoint, because they all have accents. Yeah, just because there's a British know, accent yeah. doesn't mean British. How that works. Yeah, I, I don't. You never know. They may give some leniency. Just gotta watch for that. <laughs> No, it's all they're only cool with it if like the actor has said something good about the queen. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So like the cr- the crown is out. Got it. Uh, is oh, the yeah. crown negative about the queen? I don't know. I don't watch the crown. I'm just guessing. I just want to say this British children hate the crown. Yeah. I, I, I just liked the idea of someone sitting down British children like, all right, we're going to watch this drama series about Queen Elizabeth. That's and a pretty good have- British accent. Yeah, that's pretty well I, done. I practiced a lot before. Oh, you knew you this tell. particular bit was coming. Yeah, that's right, everyone. This is all scripted. The power of podcasting. I, I told you there were show notes. Klein, do you do a <laughs> British accent? About the I queen. do not. No, I don't that? do any accent. I heard that you did. I don't actually. You heard incorrectly. Man, everyone wanted to hear that. I'm not yes ending. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I've always enjoyed and done accents, and now that I've been um, DMing more, I've dipped into yeah. like voices and, and accents a little more. Good. 
Um, what else do you do, Stephen? Uh, there was a game called the Sheep Chase, the Wild Sheep Chase, and um, you come in at level five, which for those of you that don't know is is pretty high level characters. And so I just had them sitting around saying reminisce about adventures you had together, and then part of their way through the reminiscing, a sheep comes up to them, and so I just started interrupting them, going. <laughs> until they recognized the sheep that was in their midst. Good. That was really good. It was not it was not a bad impression. It's a very strange one to to be like, I you know, oh you thought my British accent was great? Let me hit you with this. <laughs> until you hear my sheep accent. Those are the only two accents I can do. It's a very limited like voice acting theater for me. Well, you, you had a you had a very nice British accent, and then you had a, a lamb that sounded like uh, Jesse Eisenberg being tased. <laughs> you could do you could do all of Wallace and Gromit with just those two. So I think you're good. No, it's a dog, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. they, they, they talk to sheep. And, yeah, okay. don't worry about it. Gromit doesn't talk, Klein. No, the sheep is Sean. Sean. The see? sheep is named Sean. Sean the sheep. Sean the sheep. Is Sean the sheep a spinoff, or are we thinking just same animation studio? It's but... definitely the same animation studio. I have no idea. I watched the movie. I also slept through the movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those great moments of fatherhood where you lean back on the couch and have your kids cuddled in next to you, and you lay your head back and fall asleep, and they watch the whole movie, and they're like, like, Dad, time. you like the movie? Yep, it was great. I was awake the whole time. Uh, my mom did that with uh, Phantom Menace. She always fell asleep. Was it the space politics? No. No, that was, was episode the, the lengthy season, like parts of Naboo where not much happens? No. It was the middle of the pod racing scene. She would always fall asleep. <laughs> Only exciting part of the movie. <laughs> the loudest, <laughs> most exciting part of the movie. My mom would fall asleep. <laughs> Did she put on the uh, Pod Racer N64 game to fall asleep at night like a white noise machine? No, but that is that is a baller game. It is a baller fantastic. game. Uh, so, Klein, last time yeah. you were here, you were talking about a band that you were in. Is that so going? <laughs> What's been happening? Has nothing happened? What's... Let's see. I was last here a year ago. I think we decided, yeah, it was a band then. Uh, our let's just say some people were more committed to it than others, uh, including financially. So uh, we ended up dropping some of the dead weight and now it's just a duo. Um, it's just me and my songwriting partner. And uh, we're doing, we're just trying, the goal right now is to finish the CP. We, we went to a cabin, we rented a cabin for a weekend and went and recorded an EP. Um, and now we're just producing and mixing it. And that is the, the plan is to take that and try to get a few like opener gigs or mm -hmm. like between the band gigs since it's just an acoustic duo. It's pretty easy to set up, um, and to use that to attract a bassist and a drummer. So y'all did the y'all did the bone of air thing in the log <laughs> cabin, and that's cool. Uh, yeah. It, it was less to be like trendy and more to be like getting away from the kids and wives yeah. so that we couldn't be interrupted. Got to do it. That's cool. Did yeah, you record nice. it yourself or did y'all have a producer there with you? Or? My songwriting partner is, uh, I guess, professionally now, he can say, because he's been paid a few times, a uh, professional music producer. Uh, so he's and he, uh, he's phenomenal. Like, that's kind of how we got started. We, um, I sent, uh, 
I sent him some acoustic stuff that I had written like down in the basement uh, while the kids were asleep upstairs. So it was just like me quietly singing into a microphone with an acoustic. And I sent those to him and he sent me back like a fully produced version of it. Uh, so like that was like, with, you know, guitars, bass, drum, everything added into it. Oh. And it just, it was, it was easy from there because he's got a very production minded brain and I have a very like the core part of the song, song the lyrics and the, the basic chord structure. That's so cool. That's fun. You, is the recording just two guitars or is it full band too? So, yeah, the recording right now, we're trying to decide what to do because we don't want to misrepresent what we could perform. Like, the goal is to use this recording to hand to people and say, hey, book us uh, for, for this gig. But we don't want to have like a full band and then show up with just two guys and a, you know, two acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, right now, uh, the way we've done it is I play acoustic on a couple of songs and then I play uh, keyboard on the rest of them and he plays electric guitar on all but one of them where he plays acoustic. Oh. And we just have like a... We had went into the cabin with six songs and came out with five uh, on the recording. But uh, what does it sound like? Can you give us some, some influences? Um, I know everyone hates that question. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I can tell you who we listen to primarily. I listen, like, I'm very heavily influenced by, uh, like, Pedro the Lion. Uh, and, uh, uh, wow. Very heavily influenced that I can't remember their name. Manchester Orchestra. Uh, big fan of them. Um, and he is very much, uh, he's always been influenced by, like, Weezer's always been, like, every, every one of his, like, electric songs he puts together is very Weezer-esque. And it's not bad. It's just, that's his style. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it meshes really interestingly, but he's got a much more broad appreciation for music than I do lately anyway. So I'd say his influences are probably a little bit more broad than mine. That's cool. So, so not every song builds up to a metal guitar solo and no, I, I left that. I left that. <laughs> I left that a lot. Yeah, no, that's a long time ago. With the more the, the Weezer. Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. They do kind of do metal solo in there. I always appreciate a Weezer solo, though. They're very... Rivers. Greatness. That's so, so cool. What's the name of the band? Can we ask? Future Ghosts. Is, the is it really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. That seems to fit in with that, like, that style pretty well. I can hear that. Yeah. Can we find it on Bandcamp or SoundCloud? Nowhere yet. No. I yeah, mean, that, that was what I was going to ask. Are you mainly we're going to put it on the your, the performance group, or are you going to put? No, we're, we're going to put the EP on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and all that. But yeah, you got to share that with us once you get it up. We'll do. And then something else. I think I remember a while ago you posted asking for like support prayers about uh, some job opportunities that you had. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking to leave, I think, last time I was on mm -hmm. this podcast. I was looking to leave the place I had been at for about five years. I did leave that place and went to work for a place in New York um, that was a really like trendy agency studio that kind of worked kind of breakneck pace sort of thing. And I worked there for literally a month, I think, before the money that they had kind of dried up. And they were like, sorry, we don't have, we can't pay you anymore. <laughs> uh, so they're like you can stay on at a lower pay rate or we, we can give you a severance thing and we'll you can find another position somewhere else so i was like oh i'm gonna take that uh so i i left there and i uh 
it was it was tough man i I mean the job market i always hear about how no one wants to work but like i put in like 80 applications before and got 80 applications and got like six responses like and and not all those were like hey let's talk it was just like literally only six responses yeah positive Uh, negative yeah, it's it's yeah. just crazy. Like they just have no interest in getting back to you, which is wild to me. Uh, but so now that I've reached the point in my career where I'm looking for a job where I'm not, I don't really care about my portfolio anymore. So I'm just looking for a job because it's a job, and I've got more important things in my life than a job. Um, and so I'm working at a uh, an agency that does just just websites for lawyers. Like that's all we do, just lawyers. We do about sixty yeah, websites a year. Agency. Huh? That's the name of the agency. Well, I'm not going to put the name of the agency out in the no, public sphere. Uh, but yeah, that's all we do. And I'm I started there as a uh, as a developer, thinking I'd just you know just build websites mindlessly and be done with it. Uh, and then the guy above me, who had been there forever, left, and they were kind of in a lurch. And I knew all the stuff he was doing, so I stepped up and took that. So I basically jumped into a lead position within a couple of weeks. Which was crazy. So, was a lot. thankfully, I mean, but I will say this is like the best place I've ever worked. If you work in marketing, it's an incredible rarity to find a place that you don't work more than forty hours, or a place that doesn't bother you on your time off. Um, I've never gotten a call past five p.m. I've never gotten an email that was important to listen to. I've never been. I've never had to work late. Nothing. It's amazing. That's awesome. Like yeah. that balance is oh, it's fantastic. Is terrific, yeah. especially yeah, so with two young kids. Yeah, I'm clinging on to this job. Good, good. That reminds me, I was in a wedding in San Antonio this past weekend, and we were driving through San Antonio. We saw a billboard for this law firm, and the name—I'm not kidding you—the name of the law firm was Law Guns. And the website was lawguns.com. It was amazing. L-A-W-G-U-N-S. Yeah. Steven, I didn't look it up. So if you find something other than a law firm. It's not a law firm. But it was like, it wasn't even like gun law. It was, I think it was the things that were you in a car crash or something like that. Law guns. Are you there? Begum? Yeah, I, I don't mind. Villarreal and Be- Begum. Begum. I'm going there with y'all. Yeah, it's uh, uh, about their, their personal injury attorneys. This yeah. it's such a great name, but it has nothing to do with the type of law they practice. Law guns is always in all caps. That's yes. the important thing to note. I have to, I have to make sure this was not made by us. <laughs> it looks a lot like one of our sites. Oh no! Suddenly, Klein's very positive about LawGuns.com. <laughs> well, no, uh, no, we did not. Okay, cool. Right. It is made yeah. by a competitor. Okay, oh. so you can you can rip this one as much. No, as actually, you. I do like the website. That's one of the reasons I was. Wait, like, did hey, it redirect? Did it redirect to VB? Yeah, v- okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, LawGuns.com is eight four four LawGuns. Yeah, eight four four LawGuns. Man, it's such a great name. Again, it would be great if they practiced some kind of gun law. Oh man, they have commercials. <laughs> oh no. Are they like this that? Is, this is great. Perfect thing for, Perfect a, for an audio, audio medium. 
did the did the Texas Lawhawk make it out make it outside of Texas and the Texas no. Hammer? Well, we uh, have a hammer here. We have Daryl yeah. Isaacs. Is he tough on the, the hammer? Yeah. His name's the hammer. No, he's not a, a he's not a uh prosecutor. He's a injury lawyer. Where's yeah, we the... have Dayton has the heavy hitter. Yeah. I think there's always a heavy hitter or a hammer. Yeah. Um Lawhawk is my favorite because he does like the Brondo type style commercials. If you remember the over the top Brondo energy drink stuff. <laughs> yeah, he so his um the the heavy hitter no the heavy hitter was Lexington. Um That's Daryl Isaacs. Yeah. Um yeah. I can't remember I I just said, but it's like a a boxer. He's like this, and then in quotation marks, as though this is his boxing nickname, this is the Dayton area, it says, the attorney. Which I don't think what you want to do in your ad copy is cast aspersions that your profession is what you say it is. (laughs) Yes, I am the attorney. (laughs) It could just be that he, you know, like... The turning is a side gig. He's really like a like a boxer. <laughs> He's an MMA professional. Yeah, he just does this law thing for fun. Featherweight champion, but also attorney finite. Wow, <laughs> it's like the opposite of Daredevil. Klein, I think you've got a focus group. If you need, if you need help with the focusing group on the, <laughs> yeah. the website, yeah, like please. We'll rip apart all my websites. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> all right, I can't find it. Oh well. Uh, that, again, great. Those of you from Dayton, you understand what I'm talking about. Those of you not from Dayton, you're just as perfect as we are. All right, guys, this has been a lot of fun talking. Yeah. So who are we have on as a guest next time, Stephen? I don't know. Hopefully, I will not wait a week and then panic. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, so. yeah. just send me the notes ahead of time. Um, okay. Rob, it's been a pleasure having you uh, hey. on guess man it's anytime it's you guys nice are great with you, but uh you know we like, gotta get rid of you i feel like klein talked a lot um but mm-hmm. steven you're a good interviewer um i want to appreciate you you both you and i want to appreciate i want to but, <laughs> but i refuse to <laughs> i can't i can only appreciate one of you <laughs> i can only appreciate steven so uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's because of my goat impression, isn't it? Klein, I will say you are the best oh, co-champion man. that has been on this, See, this now, podcast. Oh, we got to get to the Steven, left. Yeah, what? there's a one final bullet point under the goals here where it says... Oh. Uh, what, what's it say, Rob? Uh, Rob is number one in the real rankings, not the power oh, rankings. Sorry, you seem to be breaking up and saying stupid crap. Uh, Steven, can you read that one? I can't. Um, Rob can apologize to Klein. Oh. What's it say? Rob will apologize. Okay, cool. Klein. Just checking. Just, you right, know. It can like a second ago. Right. Well, no, I'm pretty sure it said will the whole time. Um, mm. You know, say if you just want to, you know, but why do I have to apologize? So have you heard of the, the phrase stolen valor, Rob? No. That, it's, no. that sounds educated. <laughs> it's, it's where it's where somebody uh claims to uh have accomplishments that they had no part in like like lying about military service yeah oh. yeah 
Well, or saying like, they were a champion when they weren't. Yeah, something like that. You know, like or saying you, they were. You and I were you know, co-champions. No, see, that isn't how it works. I won the first year, and then you and I were co-champions. There was no last second. Year. No, there was no. Oh, we there was a first year, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah there was it. a first year. Yeah, did this, a, uh, this is the dynasty, though. Yeah. yeah. Who won the first year, Stephen? Uh, does anyone know? Does anyone remember? It's uh, lost to the sands of time, like the one ring slipping off the fingers of Isildur. Hmm, pretty sure it was me. And then you hmm. and I, Klein, we we did. We shared the championship last year. We were co-champions, hmm. and I'm okay. I'm a bigger man. I can admit that. If I was a smaller man, I would say I won it. But you I mean, and I, it, it isn't too late to apologize, Rob. Yeah, it's too it's late not. to apologize. <laughs> did you know <laughs> you knew that would trigger Rob into that song, didn't you, Stephen? Yeah. Hey, hey, too late, apologize. Too late. Is this is this the fade out? Is this? Yeah, we're 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 gonna stop it. I think I like ending it there. <laughs> Usually, when I start singing, that Stephen's like, "All right, we're gonna." He's like, "Time to go." I I I gotta figure out how to get Craig out of here again. Um, I yeah. was hoping you would um voice command, Craig, go apologize and then i was just gonna 